Well, week one is in the books. The Cardinals are 4-2 and two and just swept the fish. What's next for the Redbirds? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome back to the Birds on the Bat podcast, where we talk about the Cardinals twice a week now that the season is in full swing. My name is Brandon Nimmons, and well, I've been watching a lot of baseball this past week. Uh, and one of the biggest things about that, the Reds managed to run into my new second least favorite team in the majors spot, beating out the Brewers. But we'll see how long they can stay relevant for this year, because typically it's not too long. The Reds suck, though. Castellanos is on my hit list. <laughs> uh, this episode, we'll recap the Red series pretty quickly, then we'll go over the Marlin series before giving out awards for the week and previewing the home opener series against the Brewer crew. This will be our typical little, you know, discussion at the end of each series. We'll recap the series, we'll give out awards for the series, and we'll preview the next one. I could not motivate myself to do an episode after that Red Series because, honestly, I just got back to college from spring break. I was exhausted, and that series was not much fun. But here we are back on the two-days-a-week grind talking about the Cardinals and then power rankings coming out every Friday, obviously. So let's talk about that Red Series. I mean, opening day, yeah, that was fun. Uh, well, at least the first inning and maybe the fourth inning of opening day. We had a six-run top of the first, uh, mostly thanks to a botched play by Eugenio Suarez, who was playing shortstop. That led to a three-run shot by Dylan Carlson. It was his first of the year. It was the Cardinals' first of the year. And, I mean, it was a quick start. I had a lot of fun with that first inning, I was like, wow, we've got an offense this year. And it's looking fun. Jack Flaherty went four and a third, but gave up six earned runs, walked two and struck out four. Not the typical amazing start that we see out of Jay Flair, but as you'll see uh, and hear later on in the episode, he he makes up for it. The fourth inning... Got us four runs, mostly thanks to a Tyler O'Neill two-run shot, his first and only of this opening week. O'Neill's been cold, man. It's been tough. Our outfield production really hasn't been there too much. I mean, Edmund is now playing right field, so long as Carpenter is staying at second base, which I don't think will be for long, at least at the rate that Carpenter's going. So we'll see, but... Tyler O'Neill hit a home run, so that's cool. Second straight opening day, he did that. He did it against the Pirates last year, if you'll remember that. Cardinals end up winning the game 11-6. Gio Gonz- or Gallegos got the win, my bad. And the bullpen shut everything down, and they looked awesome. So shout out to the bullpen. That was not true for the next two games because they just sucked. Game two ended in a 6-9 to nine final. Uh, DeYoung, he got two home runs, so his first two of the year. And Arenado got his first as a Cardinal, so that was cool. But Wayno gave up six and two and two-thirds. That wasn't great. 
uh, Jake Woodford came in, gave up two and two and a third. And then Nick Castellanos, he's, he's just the worst. We didn't throw at him. We did not throw at him. There is no reason for Jake Woodford to be throwing at Nick Castellanos there and pretty much costing the Cardinals the game. There is no reason uh, for the Cardinals to be doing that. How hard is that to understand for Nick Castellanos? I don't know. And now they're trying to incorporate that into their identity. What? Their heads are just weird and terrible, and they take everything very personally. They're like a teenage girl, and... That I mean that in the most insulting way I can. So, you got what you deserved, Castellanos. The two-game suspension, sure, why not? Uh, I hate you. I will always hate you from now on. And that is why the Reds are now my second least favorite team. They're in that number 29 spot. Of course, number 30 is reserved for the Chicago Cubs. But Reds got up there. I hated the Reds this week. Uh, in the game three, not much to talk about. 12-1 Reds. Uh, Carlos Martinez pitched five and only gave up four, which was the best start from anybody to that point. But Helsley gave up four and only got one out, so that wasn't great. Helsley would make up for it later on in the week, though, so that's fine. Molina drove in the only run uh, for the Cardinals. Molina, he's been swinging a hot bat. Good for Molina. Get the fossil out of the paleontologist's office because Yadier Molina is here to stay. And he's here to rake. So he's been doing that. Overall, uh, thoughts on the series. We lost the series 2-1. to one. Uh, Pitching just sucked. Uh, luckily, we'll, we have another series to think about right now. So let's just quickly transition into that Marlins series recap. Oh, and before I do that, Bally Sports. I kind of hated the ticker at first. It's kind of grown on me. Um, yeah, so long as Danny Mack and Jim Edmonds, Brad Smith are calling the games, I don't really care. I will listen, I will listen and watch on whatever network you put it on. So, so long as the Cardinals and Blues are there, I'll be watching that channel. Uh, Marlins series recap, though. We won game one, four to one, to get uh, back to 500. That was a very important game. Got the three-run first inning, mostly thanks to a two-run double by the Yod father himself. I mean, he's been so good uh, thus far. You got a home run by Tommy Edmond in the fifth inning. Uh, that's his first of the year. Tommy Edmond, he's also hitting pretty well. Good for him. Get that speed on base ahead of Goldie and Arenado. That's that's huge for the Cardinals lineup. And then Potts, five innings pitched, gave up one run to get the win. He's 1-0 with a 1.80 ERA. Good for Potts. Good for the pitching staff. This was a much-needed course correction game, and the Cardinals did it very well in a 4-1 to fashion. And then game two, the Cardinals fell behind early, uh, 2-0, going into the fifth. Gant didn't give up an earned run, which was pretty good. He pitched four innings, uh, so he still got a, that 0.00 ERA. However, he only pitched four, so 
he was not eligible for a win. He wouldn't have been anyway because the Cardinals didn't score anything until the sixth because Sandy Alcantara was dominating the game, which shouldn't really surprise me. Uh, but in the sixth inning, Tommy Edmond, he scores on a pass ball, and Paul Goldschmidt, he shows the world why he's so respected as a ball player uh, with some of the best base running I've ever seen to steal a run. Kind of hesitates. He's watching uh, where the shortstop second baseman's going to go with the ball on a Paul DeYoung uh, little chopper to the second baseman. Wow. Great base running. He steals a run. I believe that Paul Goldschmidt, that base running right there is the reason that we won the game because right after that, Yachty hits a sack fly to make it a 3-2 ball game, uh, scoring Arenado. Again, I'm saying Yachty or Molina's name. Yachty, great opening week. And, you know, to add some insurance, get some Geico going. Carlson, homers in the ninth. That's his second of the year to make it a 4-2 game which is where it ended. Uh, Reyes, second save of his season. Uh, he got that in the ninth inning. Actually, he came in in the eighth and then finished the ninth. Got the save. And the Cardinals, all of a sudden, they're 3-2. and two. We're looking great. We're looking to take the sweep, which they do in game three. 7 nothing. Statement win. It's 0-0 zero, zero through 6, though. Flaherty... Only letting up one hit, but he did walk four, so that control is something to watch out for. Molina then hits a two-run shot in the seventh inning. That's his first of the year. He makes it a two-nothing ball game. Yeah, there Molina's walking on water right now. He is Jesus Christ reincarnated. Wow, gotta love Yadier Molina. Well, Goldschmidt, then he comes through with an RBI that scores Tommy Edmund to make in the eighth inning make it a three nothing ball game and this offense it's running like a well-oiled machine it's working exactly how it's supposed to then we zoom ahead to the ninth inning you got jordan hicks warming up in the bullpen expecting to come in with the save opportunity carlson says no you're not getting the save here he hits a grand salami to make it a seven nothing ball game that's Carlson's third home run of the year already in six games. He's some kind of hot right now. And, yeah, the game would end 7 nothing. You got Flaherty, Cabrera, and Hicks, each only letting up one hit uh, to combine for three hits and the shutout. What a game for the Cardinals to earn that series sweep. Overall thoughts on that series. Pitching. Uh, first series gave up 27 runs in three games. That's one run per inning against the Reds. Uh, and then against the Marlins, three runs in three games. That's a run per game. So the pitching gave up one-ninth the amount of runs this series. Uh, they looked amazing, and sure, the Marlins' offense isn't as good as the Reds, but if the Cardinals' pitching had pitched like that against the Reds, uh, the Cardinals probably would have had a chance at sweeping. If not, they would have taken the series at least 2-3. to three. 
Uh, the bullpen, amazing job all series long and for the most part all week long. I mean, game three, they kind of blew up. Game two, they kind of blew up against the Reds. But, I mean, this entire series in game one, uh, they, they've looked good. And then Nolan Arenado, every single game, he's got a hit recorded. He's got a six-game hidden streak to start the season. So with that, that is all six of the Cardinals games recapped. Cardinals are four and two. Now let's zoom into our next segment, awards. So with the awards, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be picking out one hitter and one pitcher for the awards every single series. Uh, this one, I've only got one set of awards because nobody deserved the awards in the first series, if I'm being completely honest. So for the first award, it's the Swing Hard in Case You Hit It Award. It's going to Dylan Carlson. You heard it. Three hits, three home runs. He's only got a 158 batting average, but batting average does not matter. He's been effective as all hell, he's got a 114 OPS plus. He's looking amazing. So go Dylan Carlson. Keep on doing what you're doing. I wouldn't mind it if you're homering in every other game. And you end with like 81 home runs. That'd be great. Because that's what you're averaging right now. So he's getting the hitting award. Now we've got the welcome back award. And of course, it's going to go to Jordan Hicks. Welcome back, Hicksie. Three innings pitched. He's got a .67 whip, zero earned runs. Hicksie has looked great. He hit 103 in the game. Three against the Marlins. He's looking scary. He's looking dangerous. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Jordan Hicks. And... I've got to give an honorable mention to Daniel Ponce de Leon. Uh, he probably would have won the award if he if there was nobody coming back from Tommy John. Uh, Hicks has just looked amazing for having gone through what he's gone through. So those are the awards. Once again, the Swing Hard in Case You Hit It Award, Dylan Carlson, the Welcome Back Award, Jordan Hicks. We're going to be keeping track of how many awards each player comes down with this season. And then with that, we'll be able to see which player might have been the most valuable uh, hitter and then pitcher. Normally, I'm going to be keeping track of who's hot and who's cold, but right now it's too early in the season. Probably not after the Brewers series either. Maybe after the National series. We'll see. But that'll that'll be another segment that's coming, so stay tuned to the pod uh, for that. Now, let's preview this Brewers series real quick, why don't we? Uh, later today, Adam Wainwright versus Corbin Burns, Game 1. This is going to be a tough one. This is probably the toughest of the series. We got to pull through with one. It's going to be all the starters going. It's the home opener. Got to give the fans something to cheer about. And everybody's going to be on because Friday we've got a day off before moving into Saturday's game, too. We got Martinez versus Hauser. Uh, That's a must win, in my opinion. 
that's a great, great matchup for the Cardinals to exploit. Hopefully they can get it done. And then setting up game three on Sunday, Ponce de Leon versus Anderson. Uh, that's a very winnable game too. So overall, I'm looking at this series. I'm thinking, hey, we avoid Woodruff. Sure, we draw Burns, but it's really too optimistic to think that we avoid both of them. Uh, after game one, it's looking pretty easy. I mean, Hauser and Anderson aren't notoriously amazing starting pitchers. Burns, sure, he could surprise a lot of people and win the Cy Young, but Hauser and Anderson aren't going to do that. So I'm thinking the Cardinals take the series two to one. Maybe they lose game three. Uh, maybe they lose game one. Hopefully not. I don't want to lose the home opener with all the red jackets in the building. But if the Cardinals can take this series two to one, I mean, they'll be six and three. That's looking good uh, for the first three series. So that's just something to think about. And with that, I'm going to leave you with a very simple question with a very complicated answer. Who plays right field? I don't know what to do with that. Um, they've been putting Matt Carpenter at second and Edmund and right. I mean, you're getting more production from right field there, but you're getting no production from second base because Matt Carpenter is struggling a lot right now. Game two, he put together some really, really solid ABs and he had some good swings, but not really in game three. I kind of like Dean, I guess. Williams looks hopeless up there. Dean doesn't look much better. Or maybe you give Nagowski the shot. I don't, I don't know. Because if you put in Nagowski, then you're sacrificing defense. I don't know. Best combination to me is Dean. You put Edmund uh, at second base and you call it a day. So, yeah, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, though, uh, with the power rankings. And then Monday morning or Sunday night, uh, I'll be back with the series recap and preview for the Washington series. I'm not really sure what I'm doing with that, whether I'm going to do the morning after or the night of. I'm trying the morning after now, clearly, but I might just change over to the night of because that'd be more simple. But yeah, with that, I'm Brandon Nimmons, and this has been the Birds on the Bat podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys later.